Hiya folks, it's Jason Joyce. It's the 18th of May 2020. You are very welcome and thank you for joining episode 9 of the Jason Joyce podcast. In today's episode we're going to discuss one of the most famous speeches ever given. How it's not the critic who counts. How failure is necessary for success. And how 80% of success is showing up. We'll also discuss the benefits of constructive criticism when it's done the right way. You may notice with each podcast I ask a lot of questions and that's because I'm a firm believer in the best teachers ask the best questions. The person who's listening knows the answers, they just need the help to get there. So with each podcast when I say pause and reflect if you can, really do that. That's where you get a lot of value and if you're listening to this on the walk, go home after and just take 15 minutes out, get your journal out and just go back to the questions that I mentioned in the podcast and just journal your thoughts you'll be shocked with what comes out on paper I dare you to give it a try because I used to always look for information off other people and ultimately you actually have a lot of the information yourself you just need to be directed in a way to access that so again with each podcast I'm going to encourage you to pause and reflect if you can but if not Pause and reflect later on today. Give yourself 10 to 15 minutes space. Ask them questions and see what comes out with a pen and paper. And before we get stuck in today, I'm just going to ask you to do a brief check in with yourself. Pause this if necessary. See how you're feeling at this moment and this time. Just become present and aware and make no judgment. after that brief reflection it's story time so for today's lesson we're going to go all the way back to 1910 to what has become one of the most famously quoted speeches of all time it's now known as the man in the arena by theodore roosevelt it is not the critic who counts not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls, who neither know victory nor defeat. So the first pen and paper moment will be, what lessons or insights do you get from that great speech by Theodore Roosevelt? Is there anything that hits home personally for you? There are three key points that stand out for me. The first one being, there's always going to be a critic. No matter what you're doing, who you're with or where you are in your life, there's always going to be someone with an opinion about what you're doing. I once heard the phrase, opinions are like arseholes, everyone's got one. Excuse the French, but it's true. No matter the circumstance, there's always going to be someone there to point out faults or flaws in what you're doing. So you may as well be doing something you love, something you're passionate about, something you find might be your purpose in life. And this brings me nicely to the greatest fear in the world. It's not spiders, 
and it's not death, which is number two. The number one greatest fear is public speaking. And the funny thing is, we're public speaking every day. If you're speaking to someone out loud, that's public speaking. And it's actually not the speaking that we're afraid of. It's the judgment when we're doing the speaking. So what will people think about me when I publicly speak? And it goes back to ancestral times, whereas if we're not liked, we'll be cast out. And being cast out of a tribe will ultimately lead to death. But times have changed. But our reptilian brain really hasn't changed. So it's still there's that fear of someone else's opinion and what it can do to you. And that lack of acceptance from others. And the only way to challenge this is to get into that arena. Challenge that thought process. And a great question I always ask clients would be, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? And if you're not doing that right now, why? Maybe it's fear of being stupid or silly or some other judgment from other people. Maybe it's fear of failure. Maybe your own inner critic is the one you need to be addressing. And there's only one way to overcome this. And that's by focusing your energy on yourself. On your challenge. On something you're passionate about or your purpose. Because the critic is not the one who counts. The second main point I take from the speech is that failure is not the opposite to success. Failure is the prerequisite for success. It's needed to succeed. And I always think of a baby learning to stand for the first time. They fall multiple times, hundreds of times, and that's why they get good at it. Just think about it. It's like doing squats. It's like doing balance training. But when we get a bit older and we fail once or twice at things, we tend to give up because we deem ourselves a failure or we might be afraid of what others think when we fail in front of them. But that's not how it works. Fail fast, fail forward. It brings me to one of my favourite quotes. The only mistake you will ever make is the one you don't learn from. So each failure is a lesson. Each failure is feedback. It's really, really important for growth in health, in happiness and in life. The final insight I got from this speech is 80% of success is just showing up, getting in that arena, getting your ass kicked, marred by dust, sweat and blood, coming up short and again and again and just getting back up and turning up day after day. And if you think about it, it's the ultimate test to see if you really want something or not. If something isn't that important to you, you're not going to get back up again and again and keep on going. But if something's really, really important to you, you're going to turn up day after day after day. And just think in your life where you're consistent and disciplined in one area and you actually reap the benefits you're reaping what you've sowed. And then think of another area where you're not so consistent and not disciplined and not getting in the arena and think of your results in that area of your life. The biggest example I always use is weight loss. 99% of people who try and lose weight fail. And I believe this is because they don't have a strong enough why. They haven't sold it to themselves how really important it is for them. So that's when I'm giving talks, I always start with why. And if you want to read a bit more about that, check out Simon Sinek on YouTube or get his book, Start With Why. Because when you have your why, the how is easy. So 80% of success is just showing up. But you'll only show up if you're something worth fighting for. It's very important to note the benefits of criticism when it's done in a constructive manner and it's done well. So first of all, you want to know why you want it. A lot of people look for criticism and they're just really fishing for a compliment. They don't really want to get better. So look deep down. What are you looking for? Are you genuinely looking to improve? Number two, are you able to take the bad with the good? And number three, 
the person you go to for that feedback or the constructive criticism is very, very important. If you're looking for financial advice from a friend who's broke, that's not going to go well. If you're looking for health advice for someone who's very unhealthy, that's not going to go well either. So have a look at who you go to for advice and in what area of your life you're getting that advice in. What I'd suggest is simple. Go to the person who talks the talk and walks the walk. Pixar Animation Studios accredit a lot of their success down to how they critique their film productions. They're very famous for all the Toy Story movies, A Bug's Life, Inside Out. And they hold things called AARs, after action reviews that can last for hours. And they literally credit their success based on these AARs. So constructive criticism when it's done well is very very beneficial just note the key ingredients that need to be in place for it to be done well and before i summarize the main points of today's podcast i'd like to ask you to share this episode with two friends that you think will benefit and like and review it on itunes if you can please i'd appreciate that if more people focused on their own goals and their own life instead of what others thought they'd be a lot happier in physical health, mental health, emotionally and spiritually and living a life more true to themselves. And that's ultimately my goal for this podcast. It's simple, healthy body, healthy mind, you can't have one without the other. And to summarise the main points of today's podcast, number one, focus your energy on you. What one thing would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? If you're not doing it, why aren't you doing it now? Number two, fail fast, fail forward. Failure leads to success. Number three, what areas in your life are you in the arena and give credit to yourself. 80% of success is showing up. Final point is constructive feedback is very beneficial when it's done in the right way. Thank you folks. Have a great week. (music)